Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Regenerative Business Podcast. And this is the very first podcast since the big reveal of the name change from business as a magical practice to the Regenerative Business Podcast. So, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Today, we are releasing what I'm going to call a composted episode. So, one from our archives that was actually created three years ago on the seasons. And we're composting it because there has been so many new people in this little corner of the internet. And we just want to make sure that you can find and access the resources that we planted even years ago. So we're composting this episode on the four seasons of your business how to know which one you're in and how to make the most of which one you're in. And one little note before we jump in is that I do have a bit of an opinion change <laughs> since this episode was first put out. Not exactly an opinion change, but a bit of nuance that I want to layer in. So you're going to hear me go off on a bit of a riff at the end of the episode on how a lot of seven or eight figure businesses or even six and multiple six figure businesses have these large top line revenue this oh my gosh i made seven figures and then you dig into the details and realize that none of that was profit so they made seven figures and they spent seven figures and you'll hear a tinge of judgment in my voice <laughs> when I am sharing that point and of course that's something to be aware about aware of if you are looking from the outside at a business being like well I mean yeah they made seven figures but they also spent seven figures so having the transparency of a business especially if you're hiring them for training and mentorship of realizing are, are they actually keeping those seven figures? What are they actually paying themselves? And the nuance that I want to layer in here is it is not actually a bad thing to have 0% profit or 5% profit or 10% profit versus um, other business owners online saying, I made X amount of dollars and 80% of that was profit. And the reason I want to share this is People who have lower profit margins means that they're investing in their business and creating value. Because let's say that you made $100,000 last year, but you spent $100,000. That could be because you were investing in a team that you're training to help you going forward. Or maybe you spent a big chunk of that on Facebook ads or Instagram ads so that you could build your email list. To say that that money was 100% spent and gone is not true. Because in the example of ads, you just added X amount of people to your email list and potential um, people who want to buy from you in the future and who are the perfect fit to buy from you in the future. So it's kind of like this, um, I, for, I, I should have looked this up, but there's this one writer who shared the story of um, creating value. It's, it's some fairly well-known art book or creativity book. Maybe it's like The War on Art or something like that. 
But they talk about how when you make a painting, for example, you are essentially making value out of nothing because you are creating something out of nothing and someone will pay you money for that. So before there was nothing or this other person had money and you had quote unquote nothing and then you made this piece of art and someone paid you that money for the art and in the world there is now double the value because that person has the value of their art that art in your home in their home and you have the money in the bank or in your pocket so the same thing happens with expenses in your business and when you invest in your business right it's like it's not like you're just flushing money down the toilet when you invest in in ads or in you, when you invest in your team, right? You are creating future um, people to join in your business ecosystem. You are planting the seeds. You're creating offers. You're creating all this value in the world, which can pay off immediately or it could pay off for years to come. So I just wanted to add this layer of nuance just because it is okay it is totally fine. There are so many businesses that operate at 0% profit. And realizing that that means that the owner or the owners of the business are paying themselves a salary, right? It's like you could be making seven figures and paying yourself, your salary, $250,000 a year. And then you're spending $750,000 on ads, on course platforms, on a team, on all of these other things on taxes, <laughs> the reality of taxes. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And I'm really excited to share this episode uh, with you. It is a re- listener favorite. So um, settle on in for the next 20 minutes uh, to figure out what the seasons have to share with you for your business. Identify what season you are in in your business and how to enjoy it the most and make the most of it and how to prep for future seasons to come. Welcome, welcome. I apologize in advance for any very strange noises you hear. I have a couple little dogs playing next to me that I just don't have the heart to shut away into the other room. And for those watching on YouTube, here's our new puppy, Iki. Let me grab him. How cute is this little bugger? I actually can't tell if you can see him, but this is Iki. He's a two-month-old Chihuahua Jack Russell mix. He's just the little sweetest little thing that we got a few weeks ago. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> today we're talking about seasons of your business. Even though I live on Maui, there where there isn't a huge change in seasons. I'm originally from Michigan, the Midwest, where we get hot summers colorful autumns with leaves changing and super snowy sub-zero winters. (laughs) So I know what it's like to experience all of the seasons. And I know that just like seasons, most areas of life are cyclical, including your business. There are periods of growth, awesome growth where you're hitting all your goals and kicking ass. And then there are periods of death where you have to take a step back and reevaluate what you're doing if you want to cycle back into success. There are times of celebration and times of rest. And these cycles can actually correlate to the seasons. And just to clarify, I'm not talking about 
business cycles aligning with the actual seasons that are happening now. You can have a summer in your business on a snowy day in January. You can have a period of rest in the dead heat of July if that's what your business is ready for, what you're ready for. Here in this episode today, we're talking, we're looking at how you can use the energy of each season to create a balanced and sustainable business model. And these seasonal cycles apply to more than just your business. Anything you're birthing with your business will have these cycles inherent in them. So your last online program will also have these periods of preparation, high sensation, and rest. So let's dive in. Spring. So spring is a time of birth, growth, new life. It's when the flowers start to bud and animals start shacking up. (laughs) If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably know that I live in a regenerative farm where we grow a ton of food. Some of it we give away, some of it we sell in uh, farm CSA boxes. A lot of it we eat ourselves (laughs) and it's easily the best food you could get anywhere. So needless to say, farming is really important to me. Growing is really important to me. Just nature and nature cycles is really important to me. And growing my own food gives me a lot of gratification or right time right now where my business, my Digital marketing agency is is really in this stage of summer. <laughs> My husband's growing a lot of the food and feeding it to me, so I'm not hands-on with that. But along the way, I've learned so much about the process of planting and growing and how it applies to the rest of life. Spring is a time to splint, pl- Spring is a time to plant your seeds. Pretty soon after that, you begin to see sprouts start to pop out of the ground. The plants aren't anywhere near ready to harvest yet, but this is the time of preparation and planning that you need to put in if you want to eventually get something out of the land. So if you're in the spring phase of your business, that means you are starting to plant the seeds of your next big goal. Maybe you know you want to launch an online program, but you first have to come up with an incredible idea and then figure figure out exactly how you're going to implement that to change people's lives. You have to brainstorm and refine your ideas. And if you want to learn more about how to refine your ideas, listen to episode seven of the podcast where we talk about how to distill your message. I'll link to it in the show notes. Basically, If you ever want to get anywhere in your business, you first have to take the time to birth your big idea and then figure out what you need to help that idea grow. You need really fertile soil, and that might mean something different to everyone depending on where your business is. So let's look at an example. Let's say your business is as a master coach that helps other coaches build their businesses. When your business is in its spring, It'll probably look like finding the people you want to coach, determining who your ideal avatar is, and refining that person until you know exactly who you want to work with. So spring is the time to get specific about your audience. Because if you think about it, you can plant a thousand different seeds at the beginning of the growing season, but unless you have the time and energy to actually commit to taking care of all of those 1,000 different seeds when they sprout then ev- and then eventually become plants and need daily care and attention, yet those seeds you planted are just going to wither away and die, and you aren't going to get anything out of them except 
wasting your time and money. And we actually have, it is a very physical example on our farm right now. We have about two acres cleared and planted out with different different trees and different plants and different layers of the canopy. And it's a ton of work. We're employing a, a crew of five to 12 guys, guys being men and women within the farm just to maintain, just to maintain and take care of those seeds that are planted because it's actually a lot of work to weed and to water and to, and to help these things grow and to nourish them and pay attention to them. And if you don't have the capacity to do that with five different goals right now, 10 different goals right now, three different goals right now, you're going, you're going to see them wither if you don't take care of them. So use the spring phase of your business to focus on specifically what your business is and who you want to work with. And then you can prepare and plan out how your big, awesome business idea is going to seduce the right people into working with you. And part of this is marketing, right? I mean, a big part of growing your business is marketing your business the right way for your audience. So let's talk about growth for a second. A lot of people, when they think of business growth, they think of pulling in a ton of money. They think of the monetary growth that comes with having a big, successful business. But growth does not necessarily equal profit. If your business is in growth mode, then you a lot of times give up profit because it takes money. It costs money to grow. You have to pay for people on your team, more ads, more marketing, plus all that new content you're creating takes a ton of time and time equals money (laughs) in a lot of ways, in a lot of times, in a lot of examples. And that's growth. That's spending your money and your time. And alternatively, if your business is in profit mode, realize that you'll also have to stabilize your business and optimize your processes so that your expenses go down and your profit goes up. Remember that profit is total revenue minus expenses. Basic. So you need, you really do need a balance of growth mode and profit mode in order to really maximize the money that you're pulling in and make your business as successful as possible. This means things like nurturing your audience, on a customer value journey, optimizing your funnel, and preparing for your next launch far in advance. So those are that's a lot of marketing jargon. But basically it, it's it's getting really clear on the process it takes to to attract your audience, to attract your customers, to make the sale, to make them feel comfortable with you and trust you. And of course, I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you have an amazing offer and you're trustworthy and <laughs> you're not just a scammer bro, bro marketer who's using, using marketing techniques to sell shit. So that, that's my assumption here. <laughs> Another element to this is that when your business is growing, that means you're creating a ton of new content. This is another type of planting a seed. Content creation is a slow moving part of the business, but it's a huge part of building your brand and your audience. But I still know business owners who have a ton of internal resistance to creating Instagram posts and other social media content because they feel it's this huge time suck either for themselves or their team members. The copywriting, graphics, responding to comments, it's a lot of work. 
And organic growth does, does take a long time, a really long time, just like it takes a long time for that seed that you planted at the beginning of the growing season to eventually turn into food that you can harvest. And of course, like at different stages of your business, you might have more time than you do money or more money than you do time. And also being being present to really grow a, a certain channel, whether that's an email list or a blog following or an Instagram channel. And this is when you're hearing my dogs making crazy noises in the background, but it's fine. And when you're just starting out and you're just nurturing these smaller, the smaller pool of followers, it's it's easy. It's it's easy to nurture. It's not as much of a, a huge time thing. But if you have tens of thousands of followers and you have hundreds of comments on one post, of course, you like the, the time really does need to be there to maintain these relationships and respond. So it's all very different at different stages of business. I'm getting a little all over the place, but I think you guys are getting it. <laughs> So you want to plant those seeds so that in the future, you'll have new audience members and customers who can buy into your program. Now, let's talk about pulling in that money. This is the summer of your business. Summer is a season of big, round, juicy fruit, (laughs) celebration, parties, and barbecues, the start of the harvest season. This is a time of high sensation. You know you're in a summer phase when your business feels really intense, when your campaigns go live, when you're doing your big launch and you're hitting your goals, you're pulling in new clients and a huge cash influx. This is probably also when you are working longer weeks or longer days. You're staying up late at night to make sure everything is going smoothly. Maybe you feel some anxiety about constantly checking how many new people have joined your program. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of emotion involved. And this is when you really see all of the hard work you put in during the growth period come to fruition. Know how there's fruit. <laughs> fruit is a part of the word fruition. It's all connected. And if you've done a big launch before, then you know how often, you know that they often go by so quickly, you kind of miss the excitement of it until it's over. Just like summer, it seems to come in a flash and then you feel nostalgic for it when it's over. So then it's time for fall. Fall is about the continuing of the harvest, when things are starting to die off and about processing the harvest you've already reaped. So this is the season of fulfilling the work. This is after your launch, when you're running the numbers and doing the accounting, this is a time when you really want to be reflecting back on what your goals were. What happens to, happened to the seeds you, want, you planted back in the spring? Did they germinate and create an awesome product or program, or did they wither away? The excitement from the launch is dying down. It's time to shift your focus to celebrating the harvest. You want to be basking in those new customers or clients and showing them why they joined your business to begin with. If you missed episode 16 of the podcast, we talked all about how you can get your customers to actually participate in your program, fall in love with your program, and leave you ecstatic testimonials, ecstatic testimonials that will help you bring in new people. And that's what the autumn of your business is all about. The excitement of the launch has died down. The big cash influx has died down. 
And now is the time that you need to be reflecting on how you can best serve your new clients and customers. So I'll link to episode 16 in the show notes, and I recommend giving it a listen because it's going to give you so much insight into what I'm talking about here. You're processing that harvest. You're giving your customers the proper care and attention they need to stick with you through the rest of the seasons of your business. Finally, on to winter. This is, of course, the period of death, coldness, fallow land, and being stuck inside which in a spiritual sense translates to going inward, connecting with your ancestors and your spirituality and embracing darkness itself, darkness within yourself. Part of resting and recuperating when we're talking about business often means getting back to a harmonious business family relationship. Now is when you might want to step back and connect to your loved ones. You That could mean penciling time into your schedule to go out and get a drink with a friend. It could be spending more time with your spouse or your kids. Whatever that looks like, this is actually a really important part of the work. Because if you feel like you never get a chance to recuperating from being busy with work, you might start to resent your business and give less of yourself to it. Or it might cause problems at home, which will also make you less present when you are at work. And I mean, it's not all about business, obviously. We have a very full life, all of us. So this is a part of the cycle too. It's a fucked up perception. It is a fucked up perception of our society that business has to be about continual growth. And anything other than that is failure because Nature is in constant flux. So obviously, continual growth, not being continual growth does not mean failure. Okay. Constant growth is why we're way overpopulated for the capacity of our planet. It's why our landfills are overflowing with things people bought that they didn't really want or need. Stabilization is a beautiful thing. Lifestyle businesses, quote unquote, lifestyle businesses, businesses built around the idea that we're all people and some of us have kids and some of us have bad days and all of us are human beings trying to live in the world. These are a beautiful thing. And one other thing, realize that a lot of online businesses that are boasting about a seven figure or eight figure revenue have little to no profit. They're spending as much as they're making in order to boast about the vanity metric of top line revenue because they aren't going through these cycles. They're working nonstop, but like a hamster on a wheel, they aren't going anywhere. When it would make a lot more sense for them to take a step back and spend some time reevaluating their business and what needs to change. So we're getting practical here. Here are some Inquiries that can help you use the cycles of the season to make your business more effective and successful. And all of these will be in the show notes. So if you're driving, if you're doing the dishes, don't feel the need to run off and write them down. So for spring, what does business growth mean to you? How might mentally distinguishing between increased profit and increased reach slash audience help you reach your goals? How do you decide which seeds to plant in your business? Do you spread yourself too thin by planting too much? Or 
do you ever plant seeds without fully understanding the amount of work that will come when it's time to put the work in to harvest them? So, summer. How do you handle times of high sensation in your business? Do you tend to lose sleep and carry a lot of stress during launches? Do you shut down? Do you avoid? Do you go numb? If you do, it's time to examine how you can help yourself stay more in the flow. Just like your business cycles, you need to take time to rest even in the midst of big events in your business. Allow yourself to have a period of summer during each day of your launch where you are you get a shit ton of, a ton of stuff done and do all the things you need to do to make your launch a success. A period of fall, even if it's only an hour of relaxing with a glass of wine in the evening, and a period of winter where you let yourself get to some sleep <laughs> every day, okay? Okay, on to autumn. Now is the time to reflect on everything you've learned in your business during the first two phases of the cycle. So first, think about what has already happened in your business. What went well about your launch or the last goal you set and worked on? What could, it, what could you have done better? How will you alter your goals and your approach for the next launch or your next goal or your next project or your next program? And then the work that still needs to be done. What steps are you taking to nurture your clients? What steps are you taking to nurture your business post goal hitting or goal not hitting? Is there anything you could be doing better to guide and support your customers, your clients, your team through this work? Winter. Do you fear the winter in your business? <laughs> Do you start panicking if you have a slow month or you actually take time off? Can you not even take time off because you're always freaking out about what's going on and you feel unworthy of actually taking rest time? Ask yourself. <laughs> now is the time to turn inward and reflect upon what you need from your business and what your business needs from you. Remember, your business has its own soul. Just like you, it will go through periods of ebbing and flowing. So by thinking about your business in this way, you give it the space it needs to energetically flourish. And by connecting to the truth that our physical reality is built in cycles, our physical bodies are built in cycles and they, they flow in cycles and they succeed in cycles. How can you build this more and more into your day, more and more into your business, more and more into your life so that it actually feels good? So how are you feeling? Thanks for being with me for this first composted episode on the Regenerative Business Podcast with Sam Garcia. That's me. <laughs> A few notes before we sign off for the week is I'd love to know what season you're in. Go ahead and head on over to Instagram and tag me at the Dirty Alchemy to let me know what season you're in in your business and how that's feeling. I know for myself, we're currently in a summer season or like spring going into summer season because we're going to be releasing the Regenerative Business Creation Lab in on November 13th. And it's just been really fun. I, I, I'm always so surprised every year when I'm a Virgo. So my birthday's in September and I'm always so surprised that after my birthday rolls through just how much energy 
and excitement and new ideas come through me. And I'm in that season right now. So a few things if you want to jump on this train is make sure you get on the Regenerative Business Creation Lab waitlist. And you can just head on over to thedirtyalchemy.com and you'll see a banner right at the top to jump on. And this is going to be a culmination of all of my experience for 10 years as a business consultant and marketing agency owner and earth lover and how we can interweave those together to actually build your regenerative business. And there is going to be eight different areas of focus within there so that you can build out a business that acts like a regenerative forest. So it's something that is supportive to you, that is always increasing its aliveness and abundance. And you can actually leave and walk away from and go offline. And it can continue running without you and thriving without you there. Or you can stay living in your forest. That's fine too. So if you join the waitlist, which is at thedirtyalchemy.com slash rbcl dash waitlist, or literally just go to the homepage or my Instagram bio, the link in bio will take you there. You can get 40% off the Creation Lab when it opens on November 13th. And this is not going to be available on Instagram or anywhere else unless you're on the waitlist. And you also get some special bonuses if you're on the waitlist too. Another thing you can jump into right now is my pre-readers club. So I've started my next book. <laughs> I was not expecting it so soon, but it just kind of came through in a fervor. So if you want to join the pre-readers club and literally read along as I write, then again, you can head to the link in the show notes or to our store on the website, which has all of our free and paid resources on it. You can just, that's thedirtyalchemy.com. You'll see in the top menu, store is right there. Or maybe it's shop. It's either shop or store. And you can just click that and that will take you to the store in the first item on there, you'll see the Joy of Doing Pre-Readers Club. And this is going to be all about the way the work that we do in the world is an act of healing for ourselves and how to tap into a deep level of healing for yourself, for your community, for the world through what you do. And no, this is not going to be a book on productivity or for bro, bro masculine, patriarchal, we always need to be hustling sort of ideas, uh, quite the opposite, but it is about the healing act of action. <laughs> the activation of action? Sure. So what that looks like, it's $100 to join and you literally will get a my first draft of a chapter as I write it. And just so you know, you'll see it on the page, but I don't write in order. So I have everything outlined. <laughs> But I don't write in order. I write in what is, I'm most excited to, to write about that week or month. And I am a very inconsistent writer. I'm a fast but inconsistent writer in the sense, and this is what I learned from writing the first book, Regenerative Business, was I can write three chapters in a week or it can take me three months to write a single chapter uh, depending on the flow. And so if you join, you're going to 
see what an ADHD neurodivergent human design manifester, how I write and that whole process. So come join us over there. And for next week, I'm going to be sharing about on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing about some lessons from the Maui fires, some behind the scenes stories. And also it's it's actually been one of the most transformative experiences of my life, being on the ground for the Maui fires, both the actual community experience of losing everything and the deep grief and devastation that comes with it, but also all of the massive shifts in the aftermath of it and what we're doing now. So I'm really excited to share about that. So you can tune in next week for that. And until then, I will see you in via email. I'll see you on Instagram at the Dirty Alchemy and have a good week.